The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to It's Absolutely All About You with your host, Eileen Nunez. Our program is based on Eileen's book of the same name, Today, you'll learn about the greatness that lives within you and how to bring that greatness forth to live a most successful and rewarding life. Now, here's Eileen Nunez. Hi, everybody. Happy Friday. This is Eileen Nunez with It's Absolutely All About You. I hope everybody is ready for a great show. I hope you've had an amazing week. Um, I know we have Father's Day coming up on Sunday. And we're talking about feeling empowered today and being able to feel empowered in the different transitions of your life. Um, many times that's one of the major areas where we struggle is when we are feeling that there's changes coming up and, and we don't like changes and typically changes come with a lot of fear, a lot of anxiety, the unknown, um, how will this turn out? We try to play all of these different ideas and different situations and scenarios in our mind. And likelihood is that what we played out in our mind really is just our own illusion and our own creation. And it's not really like that at all. But we still try to manifest and create in our mind how we want the outcome to show up when there might even be a better outcome than the one that we have thought of or the one that we've envisioned. And in today's segment, I'm going to be talking about different types of situations where we transition and how to be able to transition through these um through these different life cycles or life stages without too many hiccups, without too many negativity, without too much negativity or negative situations. And one of the things that, or one of the areas that we're going to be focusing on first is what is a life transition? When do we know that we're going through one? And it doesn't have to be something major. It doesn't have to be our kids necessarily going to college. It doesn't have to be our parents being elderly now um, and not really knowing how to take care of them or what to do for them. Life transition can be anything. It could be anything from going to a new school. It could be anything from making a decision to leave one job and going into another. It could be going from one career path and deciding that's not really your your forte, you prefer going to a different career path. And it can be as simple as moving from your house, moving from your home into a different home. And so when we realize how impactful a life transition really is for us and how to take those on so that we are coming out feeling empowered and successful and feeling like, wow, I could do this and I'm so proud of myself for, for taking this on and really being successful in this transition. I'm here to tell you all that going into the future or going into the past is not really the way to go. And so here we begin to use mindfulness exercises where we want to stay in the present. We want to take 
one day at a time. We want to take each moment for just what it is, not making too much of it and not making too little of it. And so one of the uh, first transitions that we're going to be talking about are when we're actually in a place of transitioning um, in our family. And what, what could that mean for us? It could be getting married or it could be moving in with somebody. What, what do you do at that particular time? When you get to know yourself, as, as we have been doing for the past few weeks, of really going into how you assess a situation, how you become proactive, how you can take action to what it is that you're doing, it comes, with a, it comes from coming to, to terms with whether you're doing it correctly, whether you're doing it to your satisfaction. But typically, we're so hard on ourselves that we want to find something that we did wrong or we want to find something that we should have done different and we didn't. And so we begin to beat ourselves up. And definitely, that doesn't feel like the transition is coming with empowerment. At that point, we're just targeting ourselves for something negative to come out. And so in today's program, coming out with empowerment is really important. Coming out with knowing that you made a great decision and whether you could have done it better or different or worse is, is not is not of impact at this particular time. And so when we get to stay in this place of mindfulness and staying in the here and now, we get to experience with joy what it is that we're transitioning. Because at the end of the day, you've got to come out feeling good. Typically, a transition is not something that just affects us, but it affects the people around us. Like I spoke a little while ago, if we're talking about changing homes, well, if that's your family home and your children were were born and raised there, or this is your parents' home that you inherited or you've been living in and now you're, you're moving from there, there's other people that are being impacted in your transition as well. So when you start throwing into the mix that you're not going to do it so well or that you're not feeling so good about this transition, guess what? You're not just affecting yourself, but you're affecting those people around you, which obviously it's not your intention. It's not how you would like it to go down, but, but it's, it's evident that, uh, that they are being affected. So how do we take care of this is by staying in this moment and being able to not not predict and not, you know, write these crazy to-do lists that you've got to take care of because if you don't, then again, you've you failed somehow. We're not looking for failure here. We're looking at how the transition can happen smoothly without affecting too many people and still feeling like you're staying strong and empowered and that the decisions that you're making are on point with how you're feeling about them. Right, We keep talking about how important it is to keep synchronized and aligned what we think about and what we feel about it. Because if we're doing it from, from a good place on both ends, guess what? We've got everything covered. And then we feel balanced during the transition. We're not feeling like we're scattered and frazzled and, and we're losing sight of, of what it is that we're trying to accomplish. And we don't feel disempowered, which is not what we're trying to do here. We want to stay empowered, we want to stay strong, we want to stay aligned, and we want to stay knowing that we're making good decisions. So when we're looking at moving from, from our home into another place, you want to begin to take with you what is the benefit of going to this new place for you. Are you going to a bigger home? Maybe you grew out the family home. 
maybe it's time to leave your parents home because you're going to be moving in with a partner or because you're getting married or because you're looking for a future place for yourself so that you can become independent. And all of these changes and transitions that many times come with fear and anxiety and we're thinking, oh my goodness, am I ready to do this? Is this really good for me? This fear of the unknown, the fear of disappointing. Well, how's mom and dad going to feel? I'm leaving the house. Am I going to, are they going to feel like I've abandoned them? Like I've left them because I'm not happy. So we begin to make all of these assumptions in our head and chances are none of them are right. Chances are this is just what you are creating, which has no substance. And so when the transition is going down with assumptions and information that's not real, and we go back to this is just your own illusion, this is just the idea or the image that you're creating, but none of it is real, we go back to going into the mindfulness stage where we are grounded, where we can look at the benefits. Well, you know what? Maybe mom and dad deserve to be in their house alone, and maybe they're just happy to see me launch and to go and to... And to be independent and feel good about myself. So, you know, leaving or moving out comes with something positive. When you think about it, perhaps because you're going away to college, then, you know, again, it shouldn't come with abandonment and and leaving your parents behind. But it comes from a place of, you know what, I'm growing and mom and dad, you did a great job and I'm ready to launch and to go into the world and and become something of myself and find myself in my new career path, whatever that is. When we're looking at our kids and moving them out of their family house, um, many times it's even recommended if the family is going through through a divorce or a separation and the kids have been in this home for, for their whole life and the parents or the parent that is staying with the home cannot afford the home, many times the court even asks the parents to sell the home and divide whatever the, the proceeds are on that property and then just... Both parents find a new place, and this comes with a new beginning, and this comes with, okay, so this is mommy's house now, and this is daddy's house, and, and, and they get to move forward with all the different family members that are also going through this transition, and they can still feel safe while this is all happening in their life without feeling like, oh my goodness, I'm never going to see my house again, I can remember all the memories, uh, all the great memories that we had, and I can't believe that you know, daddy's no longer here or mommy's no longer here. So moving and changing into this new place can come with a lot of positive thoughts and a lot of positive events and new rituals and new traditions to be created in this new place. So these are many examples of how we get to transition when we're moving from one, from one home to another and the particular reasons why we may be doing this. Sometimes in a couple or in a relationship, it is important that one of, the, one of the persons in the relationship removes themselves from their house or from their home because it gives them an, it gives them an idea of what it's like to be away from their partner or maybe the partner really just needs that break to, to regroup and figure out what's going to happen in a relationship and transitioning into this new place or this new home, even if it's temporarily is something that is necessary to, to help each other, to help the two people in the relationship to find this place of grounding, of being mindful, of understanding what is happening in the here and now without going too far into the future and definitely in a couple or a relationship, 
not staying in the past. If there have been situations in the relationship that have been hurtful to one of the partners or both, you don't want to stay stuck in the past. And so moving yourselves forward and catapulting into this new place comes with refreshment. It comes with being able to think outside of the box and really remove yourself and assess whether this is a good relationship for you to stay in or not. And so all of these different types of transitioning that happen with moving have to come from a place of feeling empowered, of feeling like you have a say-so in the decision that is happening. You can't feel like you're doing this just because somebody else told you you had to. And that's where family members and friends sometimes misdirect us, right? We all have people like that in our lives where, no, 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 this is what you have to do. And if you don't do it this way, then guess what? This is what's going to happen. Again, we don't want any of that projection on us. We want to be able to take charge and take control and feel good when we've made a decision that this is really what I want and this is a way that I, I am going to go about doing this. And this is how I'm going to take action because I'm not feeling so good in this place where I am right now. And in these different transitions that we're talking about today, you get to begin to assess and understand who you really are. What do you really stand for? What is that essence that I keep talking about every week? I keep bringing up, you know, what is your true essence? What do you, what do you believe in? How can you feel good with the decisions you've made in your life and, and not look back at your life and say, oh my goodness, I can't believe I made all of those mistakes. How about turning it around and saying, wow, I made all those decisions and this is what I learned from each one, right? That's about staying mindful. That is about staying in the moment. That is about staying grounded. And so when we, when we go into the different types of transitions, another big one in my office comes with having a baby. You know, people are having babies all the time. People are having children. You know, what happens when a couple is experiencing the birth of a new child, a new member of their family? There's so many changes. There's so many transitions that are happening with that. The couple is not alone all the time anymore. The couple has to now begin to share the responsibilities of tending to this new, this new child, this new life that has needs and has expectations from the parents. And so these are transitions that, that become very difficult sometimes to handle. As, as beautiful as it may sound and as, you know, something that we all look forward to, oh, there's a new baby coming into the family, it comes with work and it comes with, with this opportunity of really making you feel disempowered and making you feel like, like you can't handle it and that it's just overwhelming and anxiety-ridden. And so as we're talking about what it is that you need to do to stay empowered and to feel like you've got it together, what do you do with a new baby? I mean, do you put a schedule together with your partner? This is a time I'm going to be waking up. This is a time that you're going to be waking up. Do you share those responsibilities? Is only one of you working? And so maybe the responsibility of, of getting up in the middle of the night and feeding the baby, you know, comes with, you know, the parent that's not working. Or if the baby is being breastfed, you know, then that makes it the mom's responsibility. And so how's the dad or how's the partner helping out with those transitions and, and, and feeling like nobody's really getting any rest 
And how do we even stay empowered and strong and feeling good in this transition when we're not sleeping? Everybody's tired. And one of the things I love to recommend is napping. You know, if the baby's sleeping all day and you have a moment or an opportunity to have, even if it's a short nap, you know, go ahead and do that. You know, cater to yourself. Feel empowered again. Make it about you. And take the time to rest. Right? Because the most powerful event in all of these different transitions is how you come out of them. What's happening to you while these transitions are happening? These are not necessarily things that we have control over many times. But how do you make the best out of the situation that is being presented? How do you become good to yourself and realize, well, you know what? I'm not a person that does well if I haven't slept at least four hours. So get your four hours in, you know, try to make that happen. You know, maybe you want to leave a feeding ready for your partner to give to the child while you do get your four hours and then you, you'll skip that, that feeding and then, and then you'll give the baby the other. And again, these are just very petty things and they sound small and minuscule, but they're so important because if you feel like you're in charge and you're empowered and you feel strong while these transitions are happening, then it's not a big deal. It's not that bad of a transition. It's something that you can accommodate and you can become flexible while it's happening in your life. So I'm going to give everybody a little bit of time. I want you to really focus on what transition you're going through. We're always going through something, right? And so I want you each to have the opportunity to go through what is going on in your life and where are you transitioning right now and how do you want to come out empowered and strong and knowing that you're making great decisions while you're in this transition process. We're going to be taking a couple minutes of break and we'll be right back. Thank you. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Most of us have experienced the loss of a loved one, be it a friend or family member. There are all kinds of questions and emotional pain that we go through, but you can move on. Listen for From Morning to Morning with Rabbi Mel Glazer. It doesn't matter what faith you are, or if you even have no faith, you are sure to find meaning in Rabbi Mel's words and personal experience, as well as that of his guests. From Morning to Morning airs live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. tuned into it's absolutely all about you to reach eileen nunez or her guest please call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 you may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com now back to the program so taking this time to really understand the different transitions that you're facing in your particular life right now. We go back into what happens when we have these new children in our lives and what happens to families who have a special need child that have been given the news that their child that they thought was going to be perfect and they had already envisioned exactly how this child was going to be 
and they're getting the news that the child has a certain diagnosis and and it's not going to be as as you have already envisioned or how you pictured your your child um, will turn out. And so these are families that I work with immensely because they struggle in this acceptance of this transition because it's not only that did they have a child in their life and, and making all of that work and making it functional for everybody in the family. They're faced with something that they weren't ready to accept and a piece of news that they weren't waiting for. And so, again, we go back to using the same sorts of tools where you can't go into, well, what's going to happen in the future? You know, what's, what's, what's going to, how do I take care of this child or what will happen for this child when I'm not here? We want to stay very focused on the here and now. Because if we realize that children with special needs are also very sensitive to the energy and they're very sensitive. Some of them are not verbal, but they still can sense that mommy or daddy are not okay. What are you doing at this point? At this point, you're creating more chaos and more difficulties for this child to feel to feel wanted, to feel part of the family, to feel like they're going to be okay, right? Because if mom and dad are frazzled, then obviously the child's going to feel like, wow, like if they're, they're acting this way and they're feeling this, this must really be bad. And I recall um, this happening with, with one of my um, children when they were young. I remember that um, my son Michael needed stitches and... Of course, you know, if I'm freaking out because there's blood all over the place and I'm ready to faint, clearly the, the staff at the hospital really wanted me out of the room because if I'm reacting this way and my child, was, he wasn't even crying. Like he was, oh, okay, you know, it's going to be fine. Mom, don't worry. And, and I was worried. I was, I was extremely worried and watching the blood gushing, you know, from his, um, from his eyebrow wasn't fun. But what do we do at that point? We give our children, we give the people around us messages because we're not in control. And so going back to these families who do have these children, when they come from a mind, from a place of mindfulness and understanding that them staying calm and, and understanding the process and really taking in what is going on and educating themselves, okay, so this is a diagnosis that I got. What do I do with this information? And I know that this is very difficult. I'm not saying that this is an easy, that this is easy or an easy, um, an easy way to transition. Obviously, you want to hear great news. And, and many times what I find those families doing is going from one therapist to another and finding all sorts of evaluations to make sure that the evaluation that they're being given is correct because they're looking for anything that will tell them that their child is going to be okay. So even in these places of transition where when there is something very difficult to digest and something very difficult to live through, even in those moments of transitioning, you still want to stay empowered and strong because becoming weak and frazzled and disempowered and anxious is not going to make matters any better. It's really not going to change the outcome. It's about becoming action-oriented and proactive into what is it that I can do to stay calm, to help my child, to help my family understand that what we're going to go through or what we're going through is going to be okay. 
And so this fear of the unknown and this fear of disappointing others and this fear that paralyzes us and keeps us in this place of not knowing how to act and react, all I'm asking you all today is to stay in the here and now. Stay in the moment of what's happening in the present. Because that is where you're going to begin to gain your strength to be able to deal with anything that shows up. But running around and creating chaos and becoming part of all of this negativity is not going to make any matters better. You're not going to feel empowered. You're not going to feel like you've got it together. You can't even make a decision because at that point you're all emotion. There's no way you can think straight. And so learning these different techniques on staying in the moment in whatever it is that you're going through and whatever transition you and your family and your loved ones are going through are always going to make you feel better while you're going through this. It's definitely going to give you strength. And guess what? Maybe everyone around you isn't doing it this way. So you may need to be that person that, that gives them the strength that gives them this positivity, it's going to be okay. We're going to pull through this one. And without having all of these expectations of, well, this is the way it was supposed to show up and I can't believe that I'm going through this now and, and questioning where all of this is happening to you is really not taking you to a place where you can think and you can make good decisions. Right, Because at that point, you're all emotion. You're only emotion. And so when we look at the different transitions and the different stages of life that you're going through, you want to assess, how did I go through this before? What kind of a person am I? Am I the kind of person that becomes proactive? Do I become reactive? Do I lose my thought? Do I become all emotional? Is it something that festers and I just overthink and overanalyze, but I don't really get any solutions? What kind of person are you? How do you figure these things out? How can you make something positive out of something that, that is coming across as something scary? And the more you get to know who you are and the more you get to know how you can assess and how you can become more proactive and action-oriented, the more you get to do that, the better and the more success you're going to have. And we usually try to denote success with career and money and finances and, you know, where we live or, you know, what kind of jobs we have, what we get paid. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about success and excellence in every aspect of your life. Because you're not just your career. You're not just the money in your bank account. You're not just what it is that you decided to do when you grew up, whether you're a housewife or whether you, you don't want to work in, in the career path that you went to school for. Like Whatever it is that you've decided to do, you're still not just that. You're an individual that is whole and complete, and you want to find that wholeness. And that wholeness stays with you when you are connected to feeling empowered, when you can actually feel joyful and have joy in the outcome of these transitions. 
even if the child is coming with special needs? What is good about the situation? What, what is the child, you know, do they smile a lot? Do they like to be hugged? Do they like to make, do they like to act out so that people laugh at them? I mean, what, what makes them special? They're in your life for a reason. What are they teaching you? Is it to have patience? Is it to see the good in things that maybe don't appear to be so good? So all of this really goes back into feeling empowered and feeling that you have some level of charge and control as to how you feel, as to the outcome that's going to make you feel good about yourself in the decisions that you have made. I'm not talking about controlling and dictating and this is the outcome that it has to have. I'm not saying that at all. I'm asking you to experience what is going on in your life and the transition that you're going through. And so many people out there are constantly reminding us how the journey is more important than the end result. We have great authors out there exclaiming to us how important the journey is. How do we get there? How do we get to that end result? What was the journey like? What did we experience? What wasn't so good? What was divine? What was perfect? Because the most important part of all of this is how you feel in the end. Is making sure that because of these transitions, you didn't lose yourself. You didn't lose your identity. You didn't lose your joy. And when I work with families that have a child with certain dysfunctions or disabilities, it is important to remind them that the child did not die. That the child is here. And so there's so many ways of looking at what's good in every situation. But it's unfortunate many times the first reaction we have is to see the bad. Is to live in a universe where we necessarily want to see what's bad about the situation. Many times when I work with families or when I work with individuals, one of the things that I understand that they claim all the time is this good, too good to be true. And when they're saying it's too good to be true, then they're saying that they close the door to goodness. They're shutting the door. If this is too good for me, or I'm not used to experiencing so many great things in my life, I'm, I'm just going to shut the door. Because this cannot be happening to me. This is not my life. This is somebody else. Then what are we really doing? How do we stay empowered when we're not allowing the good to come in? Or when we're not allowing and inviting the goodness in every event and every situation that we're, that we're encountering? How do we do this? So do we want to feel empowered or are we just kidding ourselves when we say that? Because then when the good things show up, we don't even want to look there. Oh yeah, no, definitely. That was not, I'm not even sure why they called me for this job position that I've been applying for for six months. I mean, it's double my salary. Like this cannot be happening to me. These things never happen to me, Eileen. And they say this to me. 
And I look at them and I, I, I just smirk. It's like, what are you talking about? Like, it is showing up for you. It's your turn. It's time that you get a break. It's time that you finally get what you say you've been after for the past six years. And so we, we do this. We play these mind games. We, we don't believe that we do have this power of going through these situations feeling empowered and strong, grounded, feeling whole. And I'm here to tell you guys the good news that, yes, you are. This is what you deserve. And this is what living a life of joy is all about. This is what I call the, the joyful living journey in my workshops. Very powerful. What is a joyful living journey? Is that you allow yourself to live your life with joy. And that transitioning, not because we're all expecting, you know, transitions you know, that, that they're just going to show up and, and we're going to have them all. I understand that we don't have it all together. In the moment, we don't have it all together. It's a transition. But the first thing we want to do is step back and say, okay, I'm going to master this transition without fear. I don't want to think so far out there to begin to see all of these scenarios that can turn out bad for me. See, this is mindful thinking because you're in the moment. I'm just going to look at that letter and I'm going to accept what they're offering me. It's a great opportunity. And I'm going to stay present in the moment that this letter and this position and this salary raise does belong to me. And I'm going to engulf and entrench myself in that for a little while without thinking about all of the other things that come with that position. Well, maybe there's more travel, now you have different hours. Right, because we tend to do that. We tend to look at what is negative in everything. We are programmed that way. And going into mindfulness is a reprogramming. I'm asking you guys to, to change the way you used to think, change the way you used to feel. So you get to embrace this new situation with open arms, when you can surrender, when you can feel empowered, when you can feel like, well, you know what, this doesn't sound so bad. This, this sounds like something I can do. And so life transitions, as scary as they sound, could come with excitement, could come with goodness. It's change. That means that you've been stagnant for a long time. Many people that come to me and, and do the coaching workshops and do individual coaching work with me come in because they feel stuck. And so if you feel stuck and I'm asking you to put yourself in a place of transition or transitioning, should be something positive, should be something that you invite into your life. But sometimes we don't know what we want or we want the best of all the worlds and we're not ready to just say, you know what, you're right, Eileen, I've been stuck. I came to you because I was stuck. I can see myself moving into this new position. I can see myself, you know, being this kind of mom or dad. I can see myself going into this new job opportunity. 
I could see myself moving out of this old house or this older place and, and really finding something closer to the water or someplace closer to where I feel good. But I'm here to tell everybody, you've got to make a decision. You've got to choose. You can't say, oh yeah, I'm stuck, but I'm going to stay there because it's safe. We do that all the time. It's the safe place. Oh yeah, I'm going to stay in that position for another 20 years. But you're miserable. You're not happy there. You're not enjoying your life. You've lost the joy. So how do you get this empowerment feeling back? How do you begin to feel like you are taking charge of your decisions, charge of your future, charge of feeling better, charge of maintaining and holding on to your joy? How do you do that? Focus on your transitions. Realize what it is that you're going through right now. What are your options? What would happen if you moved ahead with what was being presented to you and you eliminated the fear? You put the fear aside and you decided, you know what, I'm going to make a decision on just the here and now, on what this is doing for me today. And as you stay focused on that, what's the benefit for you? Who else will benefit from this? Is this something that is going to help just you? Is this going to help your family? Is it going to help your staff? Is it going to help the people that you work with? Because all of this is important for you to feel good at the end of this decision. Whatever the transition is that you are undergoing. So I want you to continue to dive in the different changes that are going on in your life or the different changes that are going on around you and begin to focus what would it be if I took the if I made the decision to go with what is being presented would I feel empowered and would I feel strong And we're going to be taking a commercial break now and we'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either or and change it into both and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Look among the stars, life is bigger than it seems. Get inspired, encouraged, and connected on our lively, award-winning Healthy Living Power Hour. Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in to the Power Party for positive, uplifting, life-changing talk radio. Visit StarStyleRadio.com. Change your world. Change your life. 
VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned into It's Absolutely All About You. To reach Eileen Nunez or her guest, please call in to 1 346 9141. That's 1 346 9141. You may also send an email to famwellhealing at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. And so as they say, you leave uh, leaving the, the, the best for last, right? I'm going to be talking a little bit today on transitioning your kids to college. And this is something that I've gone through many times with my own kids. I have four children. And so what decisions they were making for their college experience was also going to be something that, that we as parents end up having to deal with as well. And... In understanding that the process of transitioning into college or the college experience can come with many different personal experiences, but also many times your kids can want to do what your friends are doing, what their friends are doing, and what the counselors are, are, are telling them that is best for them. And many times we forget that we've got to be part of this process. And as parents of children who are transitioning into the college experience, it really needs to come from a place of understanding not only yourselves as the parents and as the adults um, that are transitioning these kids that in your mind may still be children, may still be very young, and, and you might see them as very vulnerable and very very weak and not able to make decisions. And so there's there's a slew of of difficulties many times that parents encounter in trying to launch their children into the college experience. For some, they don't trust that their child that their child can make a good judgment or can make good decisions. So those are things that, that need to be taken into consideration. But for many parents, the idea of their children leaving many times comes with a sense of abandonment, like the child is leaving them because they were bad parents. And many times in my office when I've done this coaching work and helping parents transition for the whole family to have a successful transitioning process, it needs to come from a place of each person understanding their feelings and their thought process as to what it is that is going to happen when the child actually ends up leaving to college. Many times what I understand happens for the parents is their own experience. If they, they, went, they went away to college, they want their kids to go. And sometimes their kids are not ready to do that. Maybe they don't feel like they have the maturity. Maybe that child needs to stay home for another year or two and feel like they've got it more together and that they feel more grounded in their decisions rather than just making this decision to go because mom and dad went away to college and had that college experience outside the home. I have other scenarios where the child is adamant, and this happens a lot. I've got to leave. I want nothing to do with my parents. I'm so sick and tired. You see, I mean, this is why I've got to go because they they, want to block every single opportunity that I have to have fun. I feel suffocated. I mean, I hear them all, right? 
parents are being the mean people and the child is just feeling so martyred and victimized in the situation. <laughs> and so as parents, what is the right what is the right decision for your family? What is the right decision for your child? And getting to know your child and knowing well enough, you know, what they can do and what they can't do. And really understanding that it has no bearing on on who you are as a parent or as an adult. But more than anything, it's understanding your child's needs and doing this collaboratively. Child doesn't have to leave. The parent doesn't have to make them stay. And the parent doesn't have to launch them and, and send them off to college if the child's not ready. So putting together a plan, a plan of action that helps each individual feel empowered and strong during this very powerful transition, it's life-changing for everyone in the family. Many times, like I said, I, I see children going away that should not have gone away. And they get into these great Ivy League schools and they've got, you know, every single opportunity, great scholarships, awards, but are afraid. And they're not feeling like they can do this if they don't have the support of the parents. So if the parents are feeling like this child is leaving home because they're doing something against their parents, the child comes back in two or three months. And there goes a scholarship, there goes a career, they do something local, a lot of times they change their, even their career path, what they wanted to go to school for. So if this line of communication and this level of empowerment and mindfulness exercise gets to be, gets to be applied with each individual in the family, guess what? We're going to see a successful family. This child is going to strive for excellence and is going to do great. And the parents are going to feel amazing because they see their child happy and they see their child doing well and succeeding at all the different levels possible. And if there is a hiccup or there is something that the child is going through or the parents are going through, you talk it out and you figure it out. But you stay in the moment. You don't stay in the future. You don't go to the past. Well, you know what? Johnny wasn't, you know, he was lazy in high school. I can't believe he's going to do good in college. What did you just do, mom and dad? You just cut your kids' legs. You just told them they weren't good enough to succeed. And then you're going to send them to an Ivy League school and spend $60,000 a year? Like, I'm trying to help everybody understand that in this transition process of helping your children go off to have a great start, a great career, a great life starts with you as a parent. It is time that you take this decision of talking and sitting down and making a plan, a plan of action, a plan where everybody is going to feel involved. All right, Johnny, so you decided that you're going to go, I know, Columbia University. You're leaving in August. Okay, how are we going to do this? Like, you know, we want to be able to visit. We want you to also come and visit. We want, you know, to help you learn how to do your laundry. We want you to learn how to do some cooking. Are we going to put you on a meal plan? How are we going to do this? You know, are you feeling, Johnny, that you're ready to do this? It's okay if you're not. We're going to be fine if you decide that this isn't good for you right now. Right? We have these, these kinds of conversations with our kids, 
Don't wait for them to go away or don't wait for them to stay and then be miserable. I've even seen the extent of children going through a college experience, studying something that they didn't even want to study because it's what their parents or their grandparents told them that they had to study. So who do you think is going to be, is going to feel happy in that transition? Nobody, because nobody wants their kids to be miserable and to come out with a, with a college degree that they don't even enjoy, that their chances are not going to practice. And so life transitions are so fundamental in our growth and our development is how do we take care of these, these issues, these situations that arise in our life? How do we come out of them feeling like we've won? Not like we just got, you know, thrown into some sort of a, of a storm, and I'm here to tell everybody today that the practice of mindfulness, the practice of staying in the here and now, of staying conscient of what it is that you are doing, who is being affected, this is very powerful. This is very powerful material. And as you all know, I talk many times from experiences in my own journey. And that's what my book is all about. And making it absolutely about you means that every single person in the family is being taken into consideration. What happens when mom and dad are alone? Because Johnny is now in school. I mean, maybe mom and dad don't even know how to be in a relationship without these children or without this child. What happens to mom and dad? That must be scary. That could come with a lot of anxiety. Oh my goodness, now what do we do? Our whole life has been focused on Johnny. Johnny is going to school. Right? So there's so many different transitions that happen when a child is, is making this sort of a decision. This is not a light decision to make. And the competition makes it so anxiety-driven for these, these kids. It's so typical for me to have a very full practice in the beginning of the year between January, February, March of each year. Just because kids are going through this whole process of, am I going to go away? Am I going to stay? Taking, F, um, taking um, the, their ACTs, ACT exams. So much anxiety, so much because it's their life and they understand that they, they're making a decision that is going to impact many things. But when mom and dad have it together, guess what? Your child is going to launch successfully. Because if they stayed home, they stayed home. It's okay. And if they went away, then they went away and that's okay. So long as they feel that they have your support and that no one is being offended by their decision. And like I said, I, I'm going through the process. I've gone through this process myself. Have four kids. Some stayed, some went away. Some stayed for undergrad and some went away for master's. And it's okay. And I didn't take it personal. And all I wanted to do is encourage them to be successful and to know what they really wanted to go to school for. It's important. If it's important for us as adults to know what our purpose is, don't shy away from asking your children what they think their purpose is 
Imagine living a life of purpose at the age of 20 or 15 or 10. Wouldn't that be amazing? You don't have to wait until you're 40, 50 years old to figure out your purpose. That is so, that is so great. Because what they do comes from their heart. And learning how to transition. And you know what? Even if they made the decision to stay or to leave, doesn't mean it's set for it's not set in stone. They could be away for a year and come back. Or they can stay for a year and then go away. You know, schools make it so so difficult to make this decision without feeling bad or feeling guilty or feeling afraid. But I'm telling you, moms and dads and, and all of you great people out there, feeling empowered and strong and feeling like you've got it together is, is something that's contagious. People will want to know. Your kids are going to want to know. Well, I want what mommy has or I want to be like dad. I want to understand how they did it and they had it all together and they felt so, they felt so good with their decisions. Right? We teach our children by what we model not by what we say. We all know that. We all know that in our hearts. And so going through this segment today and really assessing what are your transitions? What is changing in your life that is impacting your life? What is life changing right now? How are you dealing with it? Are you focused on the future? Are you focused on your past experiences and afraid that it's going to happen all over again? Take this time to go through the program. If you've got to listen to it again, go, go right ahead and do that. If you want to take notes, then do that as well. But guess what, everybody? It is important to go through your life transition experiences feeling empowered, feeling like you're making good decisions, not being hard on yourself, understanding that you are figuring things out and that when you think of these transitions in terms of fear and anxiety you're putting yourself on hold and then you will call me and tell me that you're all stuck (laughs) and that you want to move forward and I'm telling you no listen to this segment and figure out that being empowered and being strong is a most positive experience in transitioning to the different areas of your life Take the opportunity. Be nice to yourself. Remember, it's absolutely all about you. And I will reiterate that every single time. It's absolutely all about you. And you can do this. And you can help those loved ones around you do it as well. Feeling empowered while you transition in the different areas of your life. That's what this is all about. Now, everybody's going to have... Father's Day is this weekend, and I really hope that you all have a great a great weekend with your dads, with your special fathers in your life. And I hope that you really put to practice what we've talked about today. And remember, once again, it's absolutely all about you. We will be tuning in next Friday, 5 p.m. with Eileen Nunez, your host. And have yourselves a great weekend and a great week. Thank you. We appreciate you tuning into the program this week. Please join Eileen Nunez for another edition of It's Absolutely All About You on the Voice America Empowerment Channel every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Enjoy your weekend, and we'll talk again next week.